Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, They've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's prepare with blackandwhite.com. I'm back. Rotrance for Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. Appreciate you guys watching. As always, check out the merch. Black and White Sports, Texas Edition. Today, promo code USA first, all one word, 25% off. As we know, there is a definite bias against conservatives and Christians. Even when it comes to dating, it looks like. Uh, I saw this and was like, wait a minute, what? What? Has this now stretched all the way into the dating world? We know big tech has been trying to squash the voices. Elon Musk is trying to handle that. 
and the woke mob right now on on Twitter. We know Facebook. I mean, my God, Instagram. You name it. If you're a conservative, you are a target. You are subject to cancellation. Well, it seems that this woman, this this lady right here, decided she wanted to get back in the dating world. But you see, she's conservative and she's a Christian, and that's a problem for Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. Dating, the dating app, Tinder. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Let's get to this. Uh, absolutely nuts. I mean, there is, you have been banned from Tinder. Yeah. As conservatives around the country have been banned and censored across social media platforms, I woke up Thursday to find that I had been permanently, not temporarily, not you can uh, uh, modify your profile, not that you could change it, not that you could, hey, reevaluate this, try a different profile. No, they banned her for good, for good. I woke up on Thursday shocked to find that I had been permanently banned from the popular dating app Tinder. Overcoming recent heartbreak after ending an eight-year relationship to a man I thought was going to spend, I was going to spend the rest of my life with as we were engaged to be married, I decided to jump back in the dating pool as I was curious to see what Seattle men had to offer. Yikes. Good luck being a conservative and Christian in the radical leftist area known as Seattle. I received a notification on my phone from Tinder and decided to open it, thinking it was a message from someone I had matched with. To my surprise, it was a message from Tinder saying that I had been permanently banned from the app for creating, quote, an unsafe space for other users. Wow, are all the men in Seattle a bunch of pansies? Or is Tinder run by a bunch of pansies? Uh, Katie Davis Court. Wow. Okay. Holy shit, she says. I was just banned from Tinder for being a conservative. Wow, that's nuts. This is the post-millennial, by the way. Quote, it's important for us that Tinder is welcoming and a safe space for everyone. Unfortunately, we found you violated our terms of service so you've made the decision we've made the decision to remove you from the tinder platform said tinder this decision is final you will no longer be able to access your tinder account or create new accounts in the future before i continue trust me when i say i had absolutely zero expectations of finding my soulmate on this app this is seattle after all where the majority of males have less testosterone than the average female, not my type. Wow, it's time to move to Texas. But I decided to download Tinder to seek random validation and perhaps a self-confidence boost from random internet strangers that I really had no intention of dating in the real world. Listed on my profile to describe myself were, quote, Christian and conservative. Values that are evidently triggering to those in the Seattle dating pool. Apparently, the communist employees that run Tinder. There she is right there. I mean, good grief. 
as a journalist who reports on political violence, which has resulted in left-wing activists showing up to my personal residence to intimidate me, the right to utilize the Second Amendment has become vital to me, which is why also listed on my profile in order to weed out the gun control advocates. Okay, she wanted to lead out, weed out the leftists. There's nothing wrong with that. One would find, quote, must like firearms, a crucial necessity that the standard male living in Seattle doesn't agree with. There she is right there shooting her rifle. Perhaps it was my love of firearms that got me booted from the platform, or maybe I'm just too cute and smart, which men in Seattle found to be too intimidating. Prince, he's joking. The reason for my permanent ban could have been as a result of a coordinated campaign attack from Antifa and far less activists that used the platform. My Tinder account was previously listed on an Antifa live streamer's Instagram account. Now, keep in mind, they've kicked this woman off for being a Christian and a conservative, but accounts like, or, or platforms like Instagram allow Antifa live streamers Instagram accounts, which resulted in comments from people telling others to, quote, report my account. There is the Antifa member right there. There she is. Holding up a Budweiser. Oh, they put her account. Good God. Katie's Tinder account. Please report it. Tell them why. I got my abuser's account removed and would love to see this abuser's account as well. What? Okay. That's crazy. In the end, I had a few solid matches for the short time on the platform, most of whom I would never message back, I guess, a future with them was not meant to be. Look, I would say count yourself as lucky that you're no longer on Tinder, okay? That's a dumpster fire rolling downhill on a tire fire if there ever was. There's a lot of nutcases on there. Seems Antifa's on there. Probably not a group that you're looking... I mean, you never know how that encounter could go if somebody was posing as a conservative and they met you somewhere for a date. That could go badly. You never know. Uh, but it's utterly ridiculous that people are now getting kicked off of dating apps for being a conservative. What I wonder is, what what would Tinder do right here in rural East Texas? Because I'm going to tell you, profiles are littered with Trump supporters, uh, you know, uh, gun rights uh, supporters. I mean, good old country folks. I guess maybe she might try Farmers Only. I don't know if that's a thing still. I remember the uh, advertisements. But this is repugnant. I mean, conservatives can't even date anymore. They can't even get on what is the most popular dating app, I think, now. Right? I don't know. I'm kind of old. But you get the point. Wow. That's absolutely ludicrous to me. That is crazy that this is where we are at. But conservatives are getting booted off tinder think about that i mean tinder is kind of low-hanging fruit so to speak wow wow uh a lot of soy lattes in the men's drinks of the people that run the tinder app weird i wonder is that region based regional based i mean 
They might as well just shut Tinder down for everybody in Texas. I mean, just shut it down. Texas and Florida. Oh, my God. He's got a Trump flag. Oh, my God. DeSantis. Trigger alert. Wow. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rudrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. And as always, we appreciate you guys watching. And this is something that is very interesting. Because Elon Musk, of course, has come out and said his Twitter purchase, his Twitter buyout, his Twitter takeover, which many of us are rooting for, is on hold. And I understand why it's on hold if you are Elon Musk, because you have to be able to monetize that platform or it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And it seems there's a very high possibility that the folks at Twitter, imagine this, have misled Elon Musk and many people about the number of Twitter followers that people really have. In other words, active users that are not actually spam or fake or bots, something that's not real, something that's not monetizable. As somebody that had a website for 10 years, I get that. I absolutely get that. Well, it seems that one Joseph Biden's Twitter followers have been greatly exaggerated. Wow. Daily Wire. Nearly half of Biden's Twitter followers are fake. (laughs) And he got 81 million votes. All right. Nearly half of President Joe Biden's Twitter followers are fake accounts, according to a report. An audit of Biden's official at POTUS Twitter account found that 49.3% of Twitter users who follow the account are, quote, fake followers, Newsweek initially reported Tuesday. To conduct the audit, Newsweek used a follower audit tool called Fake Followers created by data analytics firm SparkToro. According to the Fake Followers tool, which is available to use for free online at POTUS Twitter account has about 10.9 million quote fake followers out of 22.2 million total. Wow. Which make up 49.3% of the account's followers. That number is relatively high for an account of that size. The median percentage of fake followers for account of a similar size is 41%. That's still ridiculous. Putting the at POTUS account on the high end of the spectrum. The low end of the spectrum for account similar of that size is 25%. The tool defines fake followers as accounts that are unreachable and will not see the account's tweets either because they're spam, bots, propaganda, etc. or because they're no longer active on Twitter. To conduct the audit itself, the tool samples 2,000 random users picked from the 100,000 users who followed the audited 
account most recently. The tool then analyzes the followers using more than 25 factors that correlate, quote, spam bot low-quality accounts. SparkToro notes that while none of these indicators alone point to a fake account, when the multiple indicators are present, there is a strong correlation with low quality. According to the tool, 81% of the audited sample consisted of followers who had created accounts in the last 90 days. 73% had profile URLs that were not correct. 91% had suspiciously small number of followers. 88% follow an unusually small number of accounts. 24% had a default profile picture. 45% had display names with spam-correlated signals. And 72% had spam-coordinated signals in their biographies. Biden's personal account has somewhat lower percentage of fake followers According to the report, the audit tool found that at Joe Biden's account had 43% fake followers, equal to about 14.7 million followers out of about 34 million total. Biden's account was much more towards the median percentage of at POTUS. Still, some 55% of simple followers had not been active for more than 120 days. 60% had suspiciously small number of followers. 47% quote an unusually small amount of accounts. 87% suspicious profile URLs. SparkToro also conducted a large-scale audit of Twitter. In a blog post Sunday, they reported the results of the joint audit with another firm called Follower Wonk of more than 44,000 Accounts active in the last 90 days. The audit found that 19.42% of active accounts were likely to be fake. Wow. Also in the report, SparkToro estimated that 22.35% of the accounts were fake using data aggregate aggregated from more than 500,000 accounts audited using the tool over 3.5 years. That percentage was more than four times than Twitter's Q4 2021 estimate of percentage of spam accounts on the platform. Wow. SparkToro's figure was likely cited by billionaire Elon Musk when he threw his agreement to buy the platform into question. 20% fake spam accounts? Well, four times what Twitter claims could be much higher, Musk tweeted. My offer was based on Twitter's SEC filings being accurate. Twitter CEO publicly refused to show proof of 5%. This deal cannot move forward until he does. And my gut feeling, my sense, my spidey sense tells me it's not 5%. It's probably more like 20 and it wouldn't shock me if it's more like 40, if you want to know the absolute and positive truth, which is even more frightening when you think about how many corporations out there have made so many sweeping changes, particularly when it comes to identity politics, virtue signaling, the destruction of certain properties, Disney, Star Wars, MCU, 
Coca-Cola, CRT, all of these things, these decisions, a lot of them were made because of the woke mob activating on Twitter. And now we're finding out so much could and may be fake. I don't know that Elon's going to move forward with this. I, I just, or at least at that monetary figure, I seriously doubt it. He's looking for a better deal, and he should, because all these accounts are fake. And Joe Biden, huh, huh, I mean, 49% of the president's followers are fake. Oh, I could say something right now that would probably get our asses booted right off of YouTube. I am not going to say it, but you can see it in my eyes. 49% of the president's followers are fake on Twitter. Read between the lines. Tell me what you think, black and white network supporters. Yeah, all right. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And as always, thank you guys for watching. Well, Elon Musk said that he felt like something was coming, something was going to happen. Because the other day, of course, he very publicly declared that he would be voting Republican. Now, does anybody remember Stormy Daniels? Does anybody remember the fact that uh, she was ordered to pay back uh, $300,000 as part of that BS defamation claim and all the legal expenses involving that? Well, Elon said he felt like something was coming. It's being compared to Stormy Daniels online. But that's not the real story because Elon is not taking this lying down for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, he is now daring his accuser, which he has called a far-left actress, to tell everybody, tell him, something that's unique about him that would prove her claim, which he is saying is false. This is the New York Post. Elon Musk calls accuser far-left actress, dares her, to describe unique part of his body. Elon Musk called the woman who accused him of misconduct, and I will try to clean this up for YouTube, a, quote, far-left actress who has a major political axe to grind and challenged her to verify her claims by describing a part of his anatomy, quote, not known by the public. Sounds reasonable. Musk took to Twitter late Thursday and said that the, quote, wild accusations are utterly untrue. Allegations were first reported by the insider, the tech mogul who was accused of exposing himself on a, to a flight attendant aboard one of his private planes in 2016, and SpaceX later paid two hundred fifty grand to settle the misconduct claim, according to the bombshell report. Musk, who was accused of rubbing the flight attendant's leg without permission and offering to buy her a horse if she gave him a erotic massage, 
aboard the plane, the insider reported Thursday, citing documents and interviews. Hours after the insider published the story, Musk challenged the friend of the accuser who reported to have told about the alleged incident soon after it happened. Musk tweeted, but I have a challenge to this liar who claimed their friend saw me, quote, expose, describe just one thing, anything at all, scars, tattoos, something that isn't known by the public. She won't be able to do so because it never happened. Musk responding on Twitter to a commenter who wondered where were these wild accusations against Elon Musk before he took a stand against the establishment. That's a damn fine question. It's a damn fine question. Exactly, Musk said, who recently announced his intention to buy Twitter for $44 billion and take it private. Except it's not worth that because who knows how many followers on there are actually real. Musk went on to describe a woman, a former flight attendant and SpaceX employee who worked on his private jet as, quote, a far-left activist and actress in L.A. with a major political axe to grind. And this tweet says right here, it's strange how their friend is the one who came forward years after supposedly it happened while claiming they can't stay silent. It's a story based on hearsay. Quote, my friend said, no proof. Exactly. Moreover, the quote friend in question who gave the interview to uh, B.I. is a far left activist slash actress in L.A. with a major political axe to grind. Did you actually respond to the reporters from B.I.? No, it was clear that their only go was a hit piece to interfere with the Twitter acquisition. The story was written before they even talked to me. The attacks against me should be viewed through a political lens. This is standard despicable playbook, but nothing would deter me from fighting for a good future and your right to free speech. Uh, so, Musk was quoted in the original Insider article as saying there was, quote, a lot more to the story. If I were inclined to engage in harassment, this is unlikely to be the first time in my 30-year career that it comes to light, he wrote to Insider. Musk also slammed the news site for publishing a, quote, politically motivated hit piece. The Insider, imagine that. The alleged incident took place in a cabin aboard one of Musk's planes during a flight to London. The attendant told a friend that Musk, who owns Tesla, asked her to come into his room during a flight for a massage, according to a declaration written by the friend that was obtained by an insider. I mean, my God, a friend? Really? The declaration says the massage Musk exposed himself, touched her leg, offered to buy her a horse, referring to performance of certain kinds of acts. That sounds utterly dumb. Just dumb, if I'm being honest with you. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, we don't know exactly what happened, but that just sounds, I'll buy you a horse. I mean, how dumb does that sound? That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, we don't really know what happened. We don't know that anything happened. But we know one thing. The media and hit pieces against people that have proclaimed they're Republican is standard operating procedure. Okay? He comes out. He wants to buy Twitter. He's made it very clear. He's restoring free speech to what he calls 
the town hall, and all of a sudden, activate leftists everywhere, and we know they're losing their mind. Why? Because the Democrats and the leftists, they had Twitter clutched. And in turn, corporations were making all kinds of changes. The woke mob could activate. They could go out and cancel somebody, get them scrubbed. And it was clear, uh-oh, you can't quite do that anymore. Why? Because just as many people, maybe more, uh, are going to be advocating for whoever you're trying to cancel. Like Elon Musk. I guarantee you there are a lot of people today defending Elon and these accusations. And that is a fair way to come out about it with Elon Musk saying, look, you're going to have to proclaim something. You're going to have to describe something. If these are all true, there's going to be some unique things about me personally that this person, only this person, is going to be able to say. So let's hear it. He issued a challenge. Fight fire with fire. Fire. So... Uh, I don't know how all this is going to go, but I think it's pretty clear, and I think Elon's right. This definitely has political motivation behind it, in my opinion, anyway. Tell me what you think. Black and White Network supporters, peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to our channel, make sure you hit subscribe. And as always, we appreciate everybody that watches our channel and supports us. Make sure you check out the merch. Got a little Defund the Athlete shirt on today. 25% off USA First, all one word. We'll hook you up. Let's talk about Ron DeSantis. Disney fighting Ron DeSantis. Uh, parental education backing Ron DeSantis. Anti-woke law Ron DeSantis. He also sees another problem coming down the pipeline with the Supreme Court justices, their homes being protested. So you know what Ron DeSantis did? He didn't wait. That's why I keep saying I like DeSantis. He is not reactionary like, let me see what these other governors do, and then I'll go out and do it. No, let me just propose this. He's already created something where um, it will be illegal for people to protest at the in 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 residential neighborhoods think about that a minute what we've seen in portland seattle that's not even what this video is about but you get the point okay i love that let's just let's just stop a problem before it starts before it gets here greg abbott where are you i mean where are you on this for real and uh this is something i don't think i'm gonna be honest with you i still don't think greg abbott did enough has done enough involving uh, the immigration issue. I'm in Texas. I know he busts those people up there. I get all that. But the moment you realized Joe Biden was going to get voted in, you knew this was going to explode into a massive problem. 
Let's get to DeSantis because he is calling out Biden. He is hammering Biden. We know Title 42 ending is on the radar right now, and it's going to be open season. DeSantis, Biden should receive an honorary membership with the cartels over open border policies. Let's not forget the member of the Texas National Guard that drowned saving somebody who turned out to be a damn dope smuggler. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm in Texas. This immigration thing is, I mean, crawling all over me and hatching eggs right now. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis blasted President Joe Biden over his open border policies during a speech on Wednesday. DeSantis shared the comment during an announcement regarding the state's latest manufacturing investments in Okaloosa County. Quote, Biden, maybe let's just play it. I just can't imagine that. Things are getting worse. And I'm going to tell you, uh, down along the border, it's a disaster down there. I'm, I'm up in East Texas, Northeast Texas. Uh, but even, even at that, uh, we can go into town. You can see the illegals coming into town. Uh, in addition to speaking out against Biden's policies, DeSantis awarded $3.2 million to Okaloosa County through the Florida's Job Growth Grant Fund to expand roads, rail lines, utility infrastructure at the Shoal River Ranch. Shoal River Ranch is an industrial megasite. With this investment, it is expected to bring more than 11,000 jobs to Okaloosa County region. This will more than double the current number of manufacturing jobs in the area, bringing more than 4,000 new jobs in manufacturing, the Florida's governor's office said in a press release. Today's grant will lay the foundation for dramatic expansion of manufacturing in Okaloosa County. DeSantis noted Florida is committed to expanding our industrial base and investments like this, as well as our strong support for skilled trade, workforce, education, will help us achieve the goal. Okay, so, and uh, let's, oh, let's see. I saw something about Title 42 right here. The criticism from Florida governor also came as 234,088 migrants entered at the southern border in April. Per a DHS court filing today, that's the highest number in DHS history. 117,989 migrants were released into the U.S. in April. My God. 113,248 were removed, including 96,908 expelled via Title 42. Jesus. That is, it's going to be a disaster. There's lawsuits right now to put a temporary stop. That's from Missouri, Louisiana, and Arizona. Wow. Wow. And, you know, I hate to come down on Greg Abbott. He does a good job. I like Greg Abbott, but again... Look, I am I am certain that down along the border there are plenty of ranchers, farmers down there that would gladly donate land for Texas to build a wall. Yes, our own wall. I promise you Texans would help fund that to get it done. Not only that, but you'd have a bunch of 
You'd have a bunch of activity, a bunch of workers going on down there at the border, and they would and, and people would be a little little iffy about crossing if there's a bunch of activity, a bunch of people down there uh, right now. Um, I don't I don't think this is an issue that we've hit nearly hard enough. It's a massive issue. Look, people coming in. What do you think that does? That creates voters for the Democrats. They know this. Okay, they know that those people coming in are future Democratic presidential voters. I mean, that's a thing. Don't think it isn't because there are states out there that, I mean, really and truly, that that just won't require enough and won't vet enough to make sure these people are eligible to vote. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we need Republican leadership so badly. Uh, but I like where Ron DeSantis's head's at on so many issues right now. I really do. I really do. Um, I think it's funny that he called Biden an honorary cartel member. But look, I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of cartel members that are coming across that border into my damn state right here. Not happy about that. Not. Bravo, Ron DeSantis. You know, not not mincing words, not coddling, just calling it like he sees it. Plain and simple. Biden, honorary cartel member. Yeah. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. And as always, thank you guys for watching. I'm sure you were waiting, trying to be patient to find out what was next for Democratic Socialist Media member by the name of Chris Wallace. Now, we remember Chris Wallace in the famous two-on-one debate where he teamed up, he tag-teamed up with Joe Biden, WWE style, against one Donald J. Trump. Now, Trump still shredded him, but, I mean, not exactly the way a debate's supposed to go, but when Trump's involved, that's what he's got to deal with. That's what he's always had to deal with, right? Well, we know Chris Wallace left Fox News. Really and truly, that was the move for him, right? left Fox News, went to CNN because he was going to be part of this epic launch for CNN Plus. That's right, the streaming service that absolutely nobody asked for. Nobody asked for. In fact, judging by the ratings, nobody's asking for their regular programming that's not on streaming. Yikes. Uh, So, CNN Plus failed unbelievably. I mean, unbelievably Straight dumpster fire, dumpster fire rolling downhill on a tire fire. Well, now we have figured out what is next for Chris Wallace. Yes. Oh, thank God this is happening. Thank God I've got another series I can make fun of and I can piss on and I can laugh at for what's going to end up being terrible ratings because nobody's watching CNN. Anyway, Chris Wallace, Daily Wire. Lands Sunday show on CNN report. Former Fox News Sunday anchor Chris Wallace 
has reportedly landed on his feet. God, I'm so happy about that. And back in the anchor chair. After the network's fledgling streaming service, CNN Plus, failed to launch. According to a report published Wednesday by Axos, Wallace is set to anchor a Sunday evening show on CNN that nobody will watch. Two sources reportedly informed the outlet that Wallace, who was hosting an interview-based show four days a week prior to the rapid collapse of CNN Plus, don't you have to have a rise in order to have a collapse? <laughs> I mean, didn't it? Wasn't it just sort of flatlined right out of the gate? We'll move back to a weekly show with the cable news giant. Mm, are we still using that? Okay. The report did not indicate what format of Wallace's news show would be. Wallace initially left Fox in December saying he wanted to try something new after nearly two decades at the network. After 18 years, this is my final Fox News Sunday, Wallace told his viewers on December 12th. It is the last time, and I will say this with real sadness, we will meet like this. There's a lot, of, a lot you can do on Sunday mornings. The fact that you've chosen to spend an hour with us is something I cherish, but after 18 years, I have decided to leave Fox. I want to do something new, go beyond politics, to all the things I'm interested in. Wallace later claimed that he ultimately decided to leave Fox after the fallout of the 2020 election, telling the New York Times, quote, I'm fine with uh, opinion, conservative opinion, liberal opinion, but when the people start to question the truth, who won the election was January 6th an insurrection. I found that unsustainable. I spent a lot of 2021 looking to see if there was a different place for me to do my job before I found it was an environment in which I could do my job and feel good about my involvement at Fox. Wallace continued, and since November of 2020, that just became unsustainable, increasingly unsustainable as time went on. Hmm. All right. Within days after announcing his exit from Fox, Wallace had confirmed he was going to CNN inking a multi-million dollar deal that blew right up in their face to create a new show for the streaming service that had not yet launched. But the massive personal shakeups at CNN, up to and including the sudden resignation of former New York, uh, Network chief Jeff Zucker and his paramour Allison Goldlust, left the network in disarray, heading into both CNN Plus launch and the merger with Discovery. So, yeah, it, it was an epic fail, all of it. His show, CNN Plus, the whole shooting match. Uh, some could say that the, um, you know, that there might have been some things around the election that could be construed in certain ways that, you know, might have Wallace upset. Well, too bad. Too bad. Uh, so, now we know. Now we know where to monitor. Now we can... Keep a bullseye on that particular show. We can see when it launches in all of its glory how badly it flops like all of the other shows, the CNN shows, the MSNBC shows like Joy Reid's got, the readout, rub it out. Um, those kind of shows that are completely flopping right now because, look, people, even people in the middle that were watching these shows have given up on them. Even they, 
It's taken so long for them to get the whiff of bullshit in their nose, but they finally got a whiff of it and realized that for so long, they are being lied to and have been being lied to. Look, the Democratic Party's in a mess when Jeff Bezos is feuding with the White House. I mean, that is weird. I still say a lot of that comes from the fact that Elon looked like he was going to buy Twitter. We don't know if that's still going to happen. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. And as always, we appreciate you guys watching. This is something we've been talking about. What is coming to schools near you? I have an eight-year-old. Even in rural East Texas, I have found out that there are some things that I don't like that are going on in public schools around in this area. Some different treatment that certain kids are getting based on how they identify themselves. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like that. Um, thinking more and more about things like homeschooling, whether or not that's going to be something I'm going to do, I don't know. But I certainly have one massive eye on it. Reason being, something just like this. We've got a mother, 15-year-old daughter is assigned something involving a a, a poem that, that's got pornography in the poem. Okay? So she takes this to a school board, and I will show you the video. This video should this video, this mother should get as much play as it can get because it's amazing. Oh, that's too much for the school board meeting. Well, wait a minute. You assign this shit to my 15-year-old daughter, you SOB. Okay, you thought it was okay for her. All right? Uh, not only that, but you assigned a school assignment that, look, we're, we're not allowed to talk that way in the home, in our house. That's not something that's allowed. So, uh, in turn, how dare you? Okay, so... Let's look at this. This is wild. This is from the post-millennial. Mother caught off at school board meeting for reading profane school assignment that was given to her 15-year-old daughter. I mean, this shit is just uh, unbelievable. We're talking Nevada here, folks. Uh, Wow. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, So, as parents across the nation grow more and more... Maybe this wasn't Nevada. I don't know. We'll get to it. As parents across the nation grow more and more vocal about their opposition to woke curriculum like CRT, like gender uh, indoctrination. A case in Nevada shines a new light on how disturbing disturbing some classrooms have become. Okay, so it was Nevada. While a school board in Tennessee was busy banning Pulitzer Prize-winning Holocaust novels, the Clark County School Board in Nevada shunned a mother raising a concern over a pornographic assignment. Okay, so let's, let's watch this. I'm this going to is read you an assignment given absolutely to my unbelievable. Absolutely crazy. 15-year-old daughter at a local high school. 
This will be horrifying for me to read to you, but that will give you perspective on how she must have felt when her teacher required her to memorize this and to act it out in front of her entire class. I don't love you. It's not you. It's just, I don't like your dick or any dick in that case. I cheated, Joe. I'm sorry. This is propaganda. Forgive me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I don't. Thank you so much for your, hmm. thank you for your uh, comment. Forgive me. I, we're not using profanity. Are you? Oh, we're not? What? That's relevant. Okay. The teacher this, this... required my daughter to read, memorize this and read this pornographic material. Uh, excuse me. Please don't engage with the audience. Okay. Uh, sorry, so it's my please continue here. your public comment. Your Your time is... You've got one one minute and 19 seconds. Um, I ask you simply, this is a public meeting. I ask for decorum, um, oh, and really? I'm asking Dr. Jara. Thank you so much. Dr. Jara? I just, if you don't want me to read it to you, what was that like for my 15-year-old daughter to have to memorize mm. pornographic material and, um, and memorize it and portray Madam President, Thanks. members of the board, staffs on this. Um, we can have the region superintendent speak. <laughs> okay, so, so they. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is is this is crazy, folks? So they brought her in there. She she presents this. Oh my God! The school board is offended. The hypocrisy of this bullshit. They're offended. They gave this to the mother, the mother's daughter. She brings it before the school board. They want her to stop talking about it, uh, and they want to um, want to bring up decorum. Decorum, really? Okay. The, the Las Vegas mother was distraught to find out her 15-year-old daughter was sent home from school with pornographic poems to memorize and recite in front of her classmates. The mother took her concern to recent. Clark County School Board meeting where she attempted to read the assignment sent home with her daughter. She was prefaced her attempt to read the assignment by saying, quote, this will be horrifying for me to read to you, but it will give you perspective on how she must have felt when her teacher required her to memorize this and act it out in front of the class. Now, if you didn't get exactly what she said, the mother said, holding back tears, she attempted to read the graphic assignment saying, quote, I don't love you. It's not you. I don't like your D word penis or any penis. In that case, I cheated Joe. The mother is then cut off by the female board uh, school board member. Excuse me. Thank you for your comment. Forgive me, but we're not using profanity. The mother quickly rebukes. The teacher required my daughter to memorize this and read this pornographic material. The school board meeting interrupts again, claiming the assignment is too profane to read at, quote, a public meeting. Though the graphic assignment was suitable for a 15-year-old child, it was not deemed not of, quote, decorum to be read at a public school board hearing. Wow. I mean, this is crazy. The mother was not given another chance, by the way, to recite her daughter's assignment, but rather cut off completely. The reaction from the Clark County School Board is not surprising. However, as the National School Boards Association requested, that involved mothers like this should be considered domestic terrorists for protesting 
the curriculum. My God, folks. And this is where we are now. I mean, that's too, it's, it's too much for, for this school board meeting, but you can send it home to my child, let her memorize it, and then have to get out and humiliate herself in front of the class and act this shit out? Really? Oh, my God. I, I mean, guys, I can't stress this enough. You've heard me say it before. You, you'll hear me say it a million more times. You've got to start being careful about who you vote into positions in your local area. This is a thing. This is important. Okay, if you don't want your kids subjected to this kind of crap, and I continue to to, to believe, you know, the Democrats are going to get nailed during the midterms. And it's, it's not only the burning the country to the ground, it's not just CRT. But it's things just like this down on this level. And then you got the DOJ talking about, well, parents weren't investigated. You know, they were not considered domestic horseshit. We know better than that. Okay. Uh, we know that came out and then they tried to backtrack it as quickly as they possibly could. But here's a mother that was stopped voicing concerns about her daughter. By the way, leftists have made it very clear they don't believe parents should be involved with their children's education when they should be the one at the forefront of their children's education. And what they're most importantly subjected to. Wow. I mean, it, it feels like we've literally gotten to a place where we're just, every day we get up, we saunter over, we, we grab a bottle of pills, we start taking them, we look at the bottle, and it says crazy pills. Like, like we're in another entire country at this point. And, you know, I don't know how we bridge the gap between the right and the left anymore because the view is so extreme on the progressive left that guys like Elon are, are voting Republican now because of it, who considered himself to be a liberal till everybody lost their minds, that the people with the common sense, uh, I, I, it's, it's crazy. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network fans. Wow. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and gasoline prices, especially the past week. Now, gasoline prices have been up for a while. They actually ticked down a little bit and then all of a sudden it skyrocketed yet again to a new high. Now, out here in the Houston area where I'm at, at least in my local area here, gasoline is four dollars and fifty cents. Now, the local uh, grocery store here, H-E-B, they were like the last one to really be below $4. Everywhere else, above $4. Now, H-E-B is even above $4. I believe that they were $4.20, if I'm not mistaken. I need to check again to see if they went up, and I'm willing to bet that they're going up. And why is the prices now going up, folks? Because now there is a gasoline shortage. 
it's pretty bad, guys. And I'm going to show you two articles here, one from CNN, who is definitely left leaning and one from Newsmax. We're in bit trouble, guys. Check this out. California's six dollar gas could spread nationwide. J.P. Morgan warns. And of course, guys, you can actually thank the old geezer sitting in the Oval Office, one Joseph Biden. He has destroyed this country. He is the reason why we're in this situation. He's deflecting blame. He doesn't want oil and gas companies to drill or we had so much here. But no, no, everything is Putin's fault. But let's read some of this. The average price for gasoline in California hit six dollars a gallon Tuesday for the first time. And analysts at J.P. Morgan are warning that price could be the national average before the end of the summer. You know what? They're probably right about this because over here on Newsmax report U.S. gas prices could double soon amid potential supply shortage. Now, guys, summertime is coming up here. People like to vacation. If supply is low, this is simple economics here. And I'm talking to you, socialists. Simple economics. If supply is low. And there is a demand for travel, for example. Guess what? The highest bidder wins because prices go up. It says here on new on news mats, some gas stations across the country are already bracing for the next big thing involving surging fuel prices, namely the price per gallon potentially exceeding ten dollars. This is just unreal right there. Unreal. If it gets that high, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to have to probably even rethink going into their office. Because depending on where you live, that's going to be a lot of gas money, a lot of gas money. Maybe uh, companies are going to, you know, do the uh, COVID thing and say, hey, work from home. That'll help a lot of people out. It says for other stations, however, there might be no product left to sell at the pumps throughout eastern Washington. According to a post-millennial report, gas stations are running out of fuel. In the Tri-Cities region of uh, Kennewick, Pasco, and West Richland, customers are reportedly pulling up to pumps only to find no gas available for purchase. In fact, a local Facebook group has already identified 10 state stations that are currently out of fuel. This shortage mainly accounts for regular unleaded and premium gasolines, but the diesel supply is also in short supply, according to reports. With the supply seemingly shrinking and demand going way up, that naturally leads to higher fuel prices. A 76 gas station in Auburn, Washington, has already begun reprogramming its pumps to make room for double-digit pricing, according to the Post. In the report, a 76 spokesperson confirmed the national gas chain was reprogramming the functionality of its pumps while also falling short of predicting 
gas prices could rise that high. Back in January 2021, the final month of former President Trump's tenure in the White House, the average price of gasoline was $2.41 per gallon, with some states even reporting less, less than $2 per gallon. Now, I don't remember exactly what it was out here, but it was somewhere around that range. But hey, Joe Biden says it's Vladimir Putin's fault. No, it's not. But this man is canceling oil and gas leases. This is insane. This man should be impeached. He's destroying his country. Inflation already out of control. Folks, we're all going to have to make sacrifices. We're all going to have to make some sacrifices. Folks, there's only three states out there that had less than $4 gas. And guess what? I believe they're all over $4 now. This is insane. It says, from a national perspective, the U.S. reportedly set a new record high last week, posting an average average range of $4.43 per gallon. According to AAA, that's a $0.35 cent increase from April and a $1.43 per gallon hike since May of 2021. So Joe Biden saying it's Putin's fault. But last May, only what, three, four months into his tenure in the White House. It was still like $3 a gallon. This is insane, man. Insane. According to CBS News, premium gas now averages $5.07, up from $3.62 a year ago, while diesel has jumped from $3.15 to $5.56 a gallon over that same period. Consequently, the seemingly exorbitant prices for gas and food, among other necessary staples, had contributed to America experiencing 40-year highs with inflation. The Biden administration lists inflation as one of its highest priorities now. But last week, like I said, the White House also canceled oil leases in Alaska, reportedly covering 1 million acres within the state. Oh, my goodness. But you never Trumpers out there. You Democrats, you did this. You did this. And boy, there's so much I want to say, but I'll say this. And you probably know what I'm going to say. I highly suggest that you watch 2000 Mules. You got to watch it. My goodness, man, this is scary. I was just at uh, the gas station earlier today and I saw 450. I was like, my goodness, how much worse can it get? Folks, it can get a whole lot worse. A whole lot worse. I can tell you this. There is not one single American that should be voting Democrat in the upcoming midterms. There should be no one. But you know what, folks? There's going to be people out there that are still going to support Joe Biden. They're going to support socialist Democrats in the midterms, even though they have destroyed this country. You can't find baby formula. Inflation, 40 year high gas prices out of control. 
But you people still going to go out there and vote Democrat. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. I guess these people want $10 per gallon gas. Maybe they do. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and woke lunacy is going to be the downfall of not only this country, but mankind. We've talked about this before in previous videos. Now, guys, what have leftists been telling us for the past couple of years, especially when it comes to the virus? You need to follow the science. Now, what is science? We know what science is to the left. It means agree with us or you're wrong. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with actual science because if they truly did believe in science they would not be saying crazy stuff like what you're about to hear in this video now guys you guys have seen the pregnant man emoji that apple has put out there because they want you to believe that a man can get pregnant they're going along with the woke ideology and folks biologically it's just not true men cannot get pregnant now, of course, you know, the Wolfsters out there are probably going to call me some kind of a bigot or something like that. Transphobic. No, it's a biological fact. Men cannot get pregnant. So now you have the whole Roe versus Wade thing. And all of a sudden now, guys, a lot of leftists seem to know what a woman is because they're saying that women's rights are under attack when it comes to the whole Roe versus Wade thing. Now, you still do have some very, very crazy people out there. That don't know what a woman is. Katanji Brown Jackson, by the way. And now you have this crazy Wolster here saying this. Over here on the post millennial pro abortion activist tells Congress that men can give birth and receive abortions. But I thought that um, men were not supposed to have any kind of say in what goes on with a woman's body when it comes to abortions. Yeah. So this person right here. Amy Arambidi, who was also a lawyer, by the way, testified before Congress and said this idiotic thing that I'm going to play right here. And folks, she is definitely a radical when it comes to abortions. This woman really does believe in the systematic killing of children in the womb all the way up until birth. This is crazy. But let's play this clip here. And you will see the idiocy that she actually uh, spilled out before Congress. Let's roll it. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. Wow. You heard it right there. She was asked, can men get pregnant? And have abortions. She said yes. This is insane. They cannot. Men cannot give birth. 
biological women that identify as men. Yeah, they can because they're women. This is insane. But we got another clip here. And this also just shows you how crazy this woman is, how radical she is. This is why people on the left are out of their mind. This is why people on the left are losing a lot of independent voters. This is why Democrats are predicted to get blown out in the midterms. Listen to this, guys. Ma'am, you testified that you are, quote, unapologetic in seeking unrestricted abortion access. So I'm one. Unrestricted. Remember that. At what point is it not okay to abort a child? What, what age of gestation? I trust all people to determine what they can and can't do with their bodies. In other words, you're perfectly okay with murder. That, that's what she is. She's okay with murdering children. Full stop. Okay. I also believe that human rights, um, including access to the medical care, medical care that they need within their communities, is something that should be afforded everyone. Great. Okay. So you, you support late-term abortion? I support all people and trust That means late-term abortion. Do you support partial birth abortion? In other words, the child is half delivered, and then the woman says, my right, I want to take that one out. You support that? I trust people to make decisions about the body. Wow. So a baby partially already born. She won't even answer the question because she is perfectly okay with ending that child's life. Wow. Okay. What what about, um, so, so abortion should be allowed then by your definition for any reason, for any purpose at any stage, right? I trust people to make decisions about their body. And then when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical practitioners okay. and not is, if it is, Listen, let me just ask you this question. If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10-year-old child, I assume you agree with that, right? That would be wrong, correct? I believe that. Okay. That is and wrong. a two-year-old child, same thing. That would be murder. Wait, wait, wait. I, I believe. Okay. We would all agree that's wrong. Then what is the principal distinction between the human being that is two years old or nine months old or one week old or an hour old than one that is eight inches further up the birth canal in the utero. What's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases? I trust people to determine what to do with their own bodies. Wow. She sounds like a robot. She she must have got some new NPC download here. Full stop. Wow. Full stop indeed. And that describes right there exactly what this is about. There's a legal issue here. And underneath that is a moral issue. It's about reality. It's about science, the advancement of medical technology. You're talking about unborn children. And your your full stop is that you will support the termination of that child at any time. And that is frightening. And that is why this decision should be turned to the popular will of the people. And hopefully they'll protect the sanctity of every single human life and live up to the standards of our Declaration of Independence. I yield back. Wow, guys. So this crazy radical here. And she is definitely radical based on this. She tells you that men can get pregnant and men can have an abortion. And she is all for killing children, even partially born. This is frightening, folks. This is dangerous stuff right here.
Remember that, guys, when you go out and vote. Why would you give anybody that supports the things that she believes in right here? Why would you cast your vote for them? Because I'm willing to bet, you know, that 99 percent of people. Even Democrats don't believe that um, men can get pregnant. But you know what? You got some people out there. They're institutionalized, you know, like Red said from uh, Shawshank Redemption. They're still going to go out and vote for Democrats. Why? Why are you voting for this? It doesn't make any sense to me, man. This is absolutely insane. Men cannot get pregnant. Men can have abortions, but men should definitely have a say in what in what goes on with their unborn children. But, you know, leftists, they despise men. They really do. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and white network fans, we are back with another video. And I've said it before many times, guys. It, at this point now, Joe Biden is the worst occupier of the Oval Office in the modern era. This man is an absolute disaster. And support for Joe Biden has went into the tank. It is really, really bad. Every, every week, it seems, we get a new update on his approval rating. And Rose did a a video on his his um, approval rating a few days ago, and it was in the 30s. And it's been pretty holding, pretty much been holding steady in the 30s for a while now. Folks, there's no baby formula. Gas prices are running amok. It could actually reach on average $6 per gallon. Supply chain issues. It has just gotten completely out of control. And by the way, before I get too far in this video, I finally got my car back today. It took three months because of supply chain issues. Thank you, Joe Biden. Well, guys, there is a major demographic that Joe Biden is losing so much support. And actually, guys, Joe Biden's support across the board is way, way down. He is extremely deep underwater, especially when it comes to the Latino slash Hispanic community. Check this out. Biden's Hispanic approval ratings plummets to 26 percent in new poll. Biden's approval rating among Hispanics was at 55 percent last year. I don't even see how it was that high, but I fully understand why it dropped around 30 points in a year. Folks, we are living in some very, very dark times. I don't know how anybody can defend and support Joe Biden at this point. Because he's making everybody's lives more miserable. And folks, I really do hope that uh, Joe Biden runs in 2024. Because I really like to see if there's really going to be any Democratic support for him in 2024. Now, we know that uh, the polls say that um, a vast majority of Democrats don't want him to run again in 2024. And if he runs against uh, Trump. It may be an annihilation, according to the polls. But um, let's read some of this here. It says Joe Biden's approval rating among Hispanic Americans has plummeted 
to 26%, according to a Wednesday poll from Quinnipiac University. Biden is less popular among Hispanics than any other demographic, including age and gender, the poll found. Now, why is that, guys? We know one thing about these um these Democrats, these socialists. They have a wide open border. The southern border is wide open. And the people down there at the southern border of Texas, for the most part, they're Hispanic Americans. And guys, they do not believe in illegal immigration. That is why the valley flipped from blue to red in the 2020 election here in Texas. Hispanics believe in law and order. They believe that their property should be protected. And Joe Biden has done nothing, absolutely nothing to protect them. Henry Quaylar, a representative out here in Texas, Hispanic. He has been trashing Joe Biden. Joe Biden is so out of touch with um, Hispanics and guys, the Democrats should get murdered in the midterms. It says uh, Biden has been consistently hitting new lows in the polls for nearly a year. And we know it really kind of all started going down here, really, with the Afghanistan withdrawal. Now, here's the thing. It says young Americans and white men also have low approvals for Biden at 27 percent and 29 percent. Now, it says young Americans here only at 27 percent because we know that a lot of these uh, younger people, they want full blown socialism. And that isn't really happening. Biden isn't really giving them what they want, even though he is definitely on the far left now. But I believe to these younger people, he's not going far enough. I mean, they probably want full blown communism here at this point. Now, it says Joe Biden's highest approval ratings are among Americans older than 65 and black Americans at 45 percent and 63 percent, respectively. So older Americans, he's still only at 45 percent. But this this is the kicker here. Black people. And he says here, black Americans are the only demographic in which Biden has a positive approval rating, according to the poll. That is not good. That is not good for him. And honestly, guys, that's 63 percent. That's actually really bad when you talk about black Americans, because I did a video on that. And it looks like the 63 percent really hasn't changed a year ago. It was 78%. So Joe Biden has lost black support by 15 percentage points since last year. Uh, Biden has faced heavy criticism for his handling of the ongoing crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border because he's did nothing. Kamala Harris never went to the source of the problem. She never went to the border. She went to a safe space in El Paso where those people over there support Beto O'Rourke, who is a socialist Democrat. Never went to it. It says the poll comes days before the Biden administration plans to end Title 42, a Trump era COVID-19 rule allowing border officials to speedily deport most migrants. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has acknowledged that ending the rule will only exacerbate the ongoing surge. Now, I said it before, guys, that Title 42, guess what? It should end. Why? Because it shouldn't even have to exist. We have border laws in place already. You do not claim asylum by entering the country illegally. 
You're supposed to actually claim asylum in your home country. That's the way it works. So Title 42 really should not even have to exist. This is crazy, guys. The Biden administration has repeatedly argued that the surges at the border are following a year pattern. While the southern border has seen a pattern of increases in uh, migrants each spring, the surges in both 2021 and 22 have far outpaced previous years. Yeah, that's because when uh, Biden was on the uh, debate stage, he called for a surge to the border. That was a rallying cry for those um, illegals that want to come in and break the law. But are you guys surprised by this? Are you guys surprised that Joe Biden's Hispanic support is down to 26 percent? I'm not. I'm not. None whatsoever. Even the black support is still low, but it's still way too high. Joe Biden, man, he is in big, big trouble. Democrats are in big, big trouble. I can't wait to see the midterms, man. I really, really can't. And I hope that Joe Biden runs in 2024. But I'm not sure his his mind is going to be there. It's already fading away as it is. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, Joe Biden losing Hispanic support. I cannot wait to listen to, to uh, Chris Salcedo. He is, to me, the best voice in conservative media. Bit fan of Chris Salcedo. Listen to his Houston show every single day. He is a liberty loving Latino. You guys got to listen to him. Check him also out on um on um Newsmats. He has Newsmats show every day, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Newsmats. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Well, 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 Black and White Network fans, we're going to be talking about BLM, a.k.a. Black Lives Matter, a.k.a. Black Lies Matter, a.k.a. By Large Mansions. Because now, guys, the tax filings of uh, BLM has been released. And boy, there is a lot to actually dive into because BLM, the griff is strong. They have enriched themselves. There's no doubt about it, guys. They have enriched themselves and they released their financials, guys, and BLM is worth millions of dollars. However, guys, what we're going to be talking about here, there is no mention whatsoever of actually improving the lives of black lives. None whatsoever. Now, the only black lives that they actually improve was themselves. I'm talking about all the way down to Patrice Cullors, uh brother. We're going to get into him. And also the baby daddy of Patrice Cullors' son. Now, I knew that uh, Patrice Cullors was a part of the alphabet community. Apparently, she actually had a boyfriend. So I digress on that. But here we go. Tats filings reveal how BLM co-founders spent charity funds. In newsflash, it did not go to any Black lives. None. At least we don't know yet. But I digress. Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors used charity funds to pay her brother and child's father eye-watering sums of cash for various services. According to tax documents filed with the IRS, the co-founder's brother, Paul Cullors, 
saw a cool sum of $840,000 hit his bank account for allegedly providing security services to the nonprofit organization tax documents seen by the post. So he's providing security services. Now guys, I don't know what the background of uh, Paul colors is, but it seems like, you know, he's benefiting from sharing the wealth. That's what it looks like to me. Meanwhile, the organization paid a company owned by Damon Turner with whom colors shares a child almost $970,000 to help quote produce live events as well as other creative services in quotations. So the baby daddy got almost a cool million dollars here. We still haven't got to black lives yet. On top of the controversy, BLM wrapped up his fiscal year, which runs from July 1st, 2020 to June 30th, 2021 with a stunning $42 million in net assets. Where is the money that went to black lives? The foundation had an, an operating budget of about $4 million, according to a board member. More than $37 million was spent by the foundation on grants, real estate, and charter on private flights, according to tax filings. $37 million. That money could have probably did a whole bunch of good for black lives if they actually cared about black lives. I'm losing count here. Let me just kind of add this up a little bit here. Let's just round off 2 million right there. 37. So we roughly have what? Um, 39 million right now. Amazing. What's more? 32 million was invested in stocks, making up nearly a third of the $90 million the organization received in donations. So they took another $32 million and invested. But has any black lives actually seen a dime of this? So we're roughly like what, um, 70 something million right there. Wow. The investment is expected to become an endowment in a bid to ensure the foundation's work continues in the future. Organizers say what work are they doing? What work are they really doing for black lives? I don't really know. And we haven't got to the houses yet. The 63 page form 990 document an annual filing required for nonprofit organizations to maintain their tax exempt status shows colors reimbursed the organization $73,523 for a charter flight, which is a drop in the bucket for her. BLM insists she took the flight in 2021 out of concern for the COVID-19 pandemic and the health risks that come with it. Well, I saw a whole bunch of BLM people out there in the streets burning down businesses in uh, 2020. They weren't concerned about the virus. Also, when uh, Joe Biden got installed, you had a bunch of uh, BLM people out there dancing in the streets. They weren't concerned about the pandemic. Colors already found herself in hot water after receiving a cool $120,000 payment 
for undisclosed consulting fees by BLM. <laughs> After back-to-back controversies, Colors last year resigned as executive director of the organization amid criticism over a lavish lifestyle. The tax filings release uh, closely follows the controversy over the purchase of a $6 million property in Los Angeles. And they were partying in that house, by the way. BLM faced a toward a backlash last month when it publicly emerged that the organization purchased a swanky Southern California home using donated cash. Colors at the time said she was weeks removed from being in survival mode after the post executive exclusive, I should say, um, reporting revealed her purchase of four high end homes, U.S. homes for three point two million dollars. During that time, she said she hosted a Joe Biden inauguration party for about 15 people in that house, which is not supposed to be for personal use, including BLM chapter members and other key allies of the organization. Colors initially said the property was purchased by BLM to serve as a meeting venue in campus. She also issued a statement denying suggestions she lived at the property or taking advantage of it for personal gain. Well, she has a bunch of properties she can go around. Color said she also threw a private birthday party for her son at the property in March 2021 and intended to pay a rental fee to BLM. I don't know. The recent uh, tax filing shows she paid the foundation an additional $390 over her uses of the 6,500 square foot Studio City property for two private events. And this is a picture of her brother uh, right there who racked in uh, like $900,000. He's the highest paid uh, person at BLM. Wow. Amazing. Tax records show after spending more than $37 million on grants, real estate, consultants, and other undisclosed expenses, the BLM organization is still worth tens of millions of dollars. Hmm. A red flag that seemingly emerged from the tax records show that Colors was the foundation's uh, board sole voting director and held no board meetings. Hmm. That is amazing right there, guys. Amazing. Wow. Let's see here. The filing also reveals that almost $26 million was written off as grants to organizations and families in the last fiscal year. Where is any of this money actually being spent on improving the lives of black lives? I've yet to see it. They have spent so much money enriching themselves. And it's out there. We already documented reports of, uh, these, these BLM chapters said they haven't got nothing from BLM. But BLM is spending roughly a couple of million dollars, a couple of million dollars or so on people close to Patrice Colors, her baby daddy, her brother, taking more money, investing it in, in that, paying for consulting, all this other stuff. But I'm not seeing where any money was actually spent on improving black lives. I haven't seen it, guys. If I'm missing something, let me know. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. 
Boy, this griff has been going on for a while. And since it's a nonprofit, probably not much can really be done about it. But if you were dumb enough to donate your money to BLM, that's your business. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about Joe Biden's disinformation governance board. We talked about this in the past. The Democrats are terrified. They hate that you have free speech and they really want to regulate what you hear. Now, guys, the government has no power to do this. What they're actually doing with this government uh, disinformation board is completely illegal. But however, the left. They have been going further and further left. They want to control the narrative. If you are on the right of Bernie Sanders, then you are an enemy of the state. I've been very, very clear about that. And Democrats, they'll attack themselves. There's a lot of Democrats that don't even like Joe Manchin because he is not a Bernie Sanders type of Democrat. Well, guys, the Disinformation Governance Board was created three weeks ago. And now, guys, in a matter of three weeks, it has vanished. It has been Thanos snap right now and has been disbanded, at least for now. Over here on the post millennial breaking Biden admin to pause disinformation governance board after backlash. Yep, because the government has no power. They don't have the right to tell you what is true and what is not true. They're trying to censor information from getting to you. As long as it fits the left's narrative, they're perfectly okay with putting that out there. But imposing view, they want to call it disinformation. I said it before in our previous videos, folks, that on the term disinformation, misinformation, it didn't even exist five years ago. This is something created by the left to put down anybody that disagrees with their socialist stance. Uh, let's read a little bit of this here, guys. Following concerns being raised in regards to the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board launched three weeks ago, the department is reportedly putting this project on a, quote, pause. Now, this is definitely not the job of the Department of Homeland Security. They should not be trying to limit the speech that you get, the speech that you actually want to put out there. This is something they do in communist countries. According to the Washington Post, multiple employees working within the DHS said that the program is being paused just three weeks after its announcement. On Monday, those with knowledge of the situation said that DHS decided to shut down the board. The following morning, Nina Jankowitz had drafted a resignation letter in response. So she is going to be out. Maybe not officially yet, but it looks like she is on the way out the door. The Washington Post reported, quote, but Tuesday night, Jankowicz was pulled into an urgent call with DHS officials who gave her the choice to stay on, even as the department's uh, work was uh, put on hold because of the backlash it faced, according to multiple people with knowledge of the call. Groups working on mis, dish and malinformation within the DHS have reportedly been suspended with the board potentially facing cancellation pending a review from the 
Homeland Security Advisory Council. Jankowicz is reportedly evaluating her position within the DHS. Now, this is the same woman that called the Hunter Biden uh, emails laptop situation, called it Russian disinformation. It was all true. You cannot trust this board. Folks, I said it before. When government get this gets this much power, they don't want to give it back. But it looks like we actually may have a win on this one. I hope anyway. We'll have to see uh, with the Biden administration, man, going so far left, going so far um, into being a socialist. I wouldn't be surprised if another incarnation actually came about. But this this uh, government's board was going to be dangerous. It was absolutely going to be dangerous. This is very, very un-American folks. If you want to say something, you should be able to say it. It is your constitutional right to free speech and the government is not supposed to cross that line. They shouldn't be censoring what you hear. I mean, the government who trusts the government to actually tell the truth, especially this administration. I know that I don't. Joe Biden has been in politics for about 50 years and he has lied time and time and time and time again. He's probably the most dishonest politicians in the modern history of this country. I mean, he has told a bunch of whoppers out there and now his government wants to tell you, oh, you can't listen to this. You can't listen to that. Listen to our narrative. Yeah, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. This this thing should have never, never been created. The Department of Homeland Security is supposed to be actually uh, keeping us safe from real threats. The Department of Homeland Security, guys, is actually supposed to be down there uh, securing our southern border. But they don't want to do that. They don't want to enforce the law. And I got a major, major problem with that. Now, Joe Biden wants to control the narrative. Don't like that whatsoever. Joe Biden is not an emperor. He's not a dictator. And he really shouldn't even be in the Oval Office right now for a whole bunch of reasons. This man absolutely should be impeached. He should. He's dishonest. He's divisive. I mean, the government, instead of actually worrying about um, what you're allowed to hear. Why didn't he do something about these out of control gas prices? I did a video yesterday where gas prices could potentially reach $10 a gallon because of supply shortages. And we already know about these supply chain issues. We know about um, the inflation that's at a 40 year high. But they're worried about what you hear. You have a constitutional right, folks. Regardless of what uh, Joe Biden and his socialists say, you have a constitutional right to free speech. Remember that, folks. Remember that when you actually go and cast your vote in the primaries, the midterms. Remember that, that this man wanted to take away your right to free speech. Think about that. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to this channel, make sure you hit subscribe. And as always, thank you guys for watching. You know it's getting bad. 
It's getting real bad for one Joseph Biden when the mainstream media, you know, the liberal media that was always covering his butt, by the way, CNN kind of went after Hillary today. What the hell's going on? Maybe it's their terrible ratings. I don't know. Who the hell knows? Well, guess what? Remember when Joe Biden was debating Trump and Trump called him out and he called Hunter Biden out for all of his shenanigans involving China. And Joe Biden said, nothing to see here. Please move along. Nothing to see except NBC. Yeah, that network. NBC has brought the receipts. And Hunter and Joe eventually may be in a very big ass bind. I don't know how Hunter gets out of this. Joe, who knows how corrupt he is, really. Um, Should have been exposed, by the way. Uh, Some have said that it possibly swung the election, that laptop thing, you know, that is real. Uh, That that could have swung the election as much as 17 points, by the way. Daily Wire, President Joe Biden claimed from the debate stage that his embattled son, Hunter Biden, quote, has not made money from business deals with China. But an NBC News report published Thursday suggests that's just not true. And that Hunter made millions between 2013 and 2018. Quote, my son has not made money in terms of this thing about what you are talking about. China. Who knows what Biden's talking about? We need a fucking thesaurus to figure it out. Biden insisted during a debate with former President Donald Trump, who repeatedly attempted to change the topic to Hunter's alleged foreign business dealings. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I mean, come on, man. This thing. This thing, what is this thing? Oh, it's a damn entire country. China. But NBC now says otherwise, based on a thorough review of Hunter Biden's hard drive and iCloud account, as well as a number of documents that were released by Republicans on two separate Senate committees exploring the issue from 2013 through 2018, Hunter Biden and his company brought in $11 million dollars via his roles with as an attorney and board member with the Ukrainian firm accused of bribery and his work with Chinese businessman now accused of fraud NBC reports the documents and analysis which don't show what he did to earn millions from his Chinese partners raise questions about national security business ethics and potential legal exposure yeah what the hell's really going on with China And how much have you compromised the presidency because of it? And I've got to be real here. If Joe Biden knew this was going on, why in the newfound hell would you possibly run for president knowing, come hell or high water, this is getting out. This is getting out. Somebody is going to find it, catch it, and expose you. Wow. While the report sheds some light on the ongoing federal investigation into Hunter Biden, it also reveals more details about massive payouts he took from China, payouts that President Joe Biden denied ever happening. In the space of five years, Biden inked 
two deals with China business interests that totaled uh, for a total of 5.8 million, and which accounted for more than half of the 11 million he brought in that time. Quote, Biden's most lucrative business relationship was acting as a consultant in a project with a company that belongs to once powerful Chinese businessman who is now thought to be detained in his homeland, NBC reported. Quote, according to business records, referred to it in the Senate report, Hudson West III, a venture funded by Chinese oil and natural gas, uh, CEFC, and its chairman, Gene Jamie, paid $4 million, whoa, is that right? Yeah, $4,790,375.25 to ESCO PC over one year. Wow. Uh, Oesco PC, according to filings in Washington, D.C., was controlled by Hunter. Wow. Wow. And this guy he was doing business with was accused of economic crimes. Wow. Wow. It's funny how that uh, the layers are being peeled back on this Hunter Biden situation. Again, 17 points in the election. Remember, what was it, three days before the election, this bombshell should have come out? And look, NBC, they're guilty here. Okay, we know the mainstream media is guilty of squashing this crap. I would be shocked if they didn't have this information prior. Do you remember a time like back in the 60s and the 70s? Journalist for any broadcasting company and or, and this was where it was really at, newspaper would have really went out of their way to work their asses off to expose this shit. Now they're working for the man. Not exactly middle-of-the-road journalism now, is it? Not exactly nonpartisan journalism now, is it? And Hunter Biden, look, I mean, Joe seems compromised. I don't know any other way to say it. He seems completely compromised over this. I mean, his son's got a that kind of relationship. If you if you haven't watched Who Is Hunter Biden on Fox Nation, you need to check it out. There's things involving the Ukraine, which is, I mean, it's pretty wild involving energy companies over there and all kinds of things. Not to mention that 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 lifestyle he was leading. Man, cracked up, crackety McCracker. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters. Hunter Biden. Gifts that keeps on giving. Come on, man. What? Yeah, Joe. You. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.